following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome. This is uh, December 21st, 2019, two days before the infamous day of the time that you meet with your in-laws around the dinner table at Christmas time. I'm Fred Penny, your host. Welcome. Those of you out there, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. I'm with Denise Dirks and Todd Cunin, my co-host, and Cal Hunter behind the glass as our producer. Let me tell you something I'm confessing immediately Right away, because it's on my chest. I've really had these issues going on for quite some time. I'm talking this past week. Share, Fred. And and I have to confess at the beginning so we can move on. I have not even thought, not only not bought, but not even thought about a present for my wife yet. I I have no... Oh, I'm that's not, not even. I, it is not even close. <laughs> it's not even like I'm trying to get some because I can't. Luckily, she doesn't listen to my show. She can't stand to hear my voice. But you know what? The thing is, is what the heck am I gonna get my wife? I, I can't think of one. I'm dead serious. I've tried. I've thought. I mean, it's a. She's got me. She doesn't need anything else. Well. <laughs> I was waiting. Denise, oh, Denise do, you, do you want to field that one? Where are the crickets? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I was going to say, you notice he didn't have his hand on the little crickets, but so, I, I, sh- I truly don't know what to do. I have no idea. And, and, and you know, it's like, I know what I need. I know exactly. <laughs> Seriously, I need socks. Just give me a pair of socks. That's all I want is a pair of socks. So. Um, so uh, you're going to go with that? She needs nothing, but you you really just going to go with that and I'm leave it out there? I'm going with that because, in fact, I'm going to have a picture of me. <laughs> if, if if look, all I'm saying is, if you go with that, mm-hmm. I think you're guaranteed to get socks for Christmas filled with coal. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe I'll be living at your house for a while. <laughs> well, exactly. I'll, you know, the cats will move over and make a space. It's for also you. possible oh. Mrs. Penny will use that coal in that sock just to see how hard your head is oh. by striking you with it. <laughs> I can't. It's the first year. In many, many marriage years, that I, I'm, I am stumped. I do not, I can't even think of a little thing, Denise. I mean, you know, sometimes you think, oh, maybe this, maybe that. I have no idea, no idea, and I still don't have any idea. And so, what's so sad? It'll be some, like that beer commercial where the guys <laughs> going getting his anniversary, and he puts the beer up on the on the 7-Eleven uh, thing, and he's like, and then it shows this anniversary card. He grabs it and throws it down. Didn't look at it. Next scene shows her crying. That was so thoughtful of you. Just bring her a Snickers bar in my wife's case. Just take her, not Snickers, I mean a Milky Way. Just take her that. Or C's candy. But yeah, yeah, you perfect. can't go yeah. wrong with C's candy. But she said no C's candy this year. So this whole three hours of Radio Law Talk, we're going to think about what I should buy my wife for Christmas. Hey, and if you want to pitch in, tweet us at Radio Law Talk or call yeah. us at 855 Law Radio. I don't know, man. <laughs> Give That's... us your suggestions. And guess what, Denise? We're only two days away, two th- slash three days away from the Christmas table where you're going to be able to tell them what? What are you going to be able to tell them? You're going to be able to tell your 
your family, your in-laws. Oh, exactly. You know, when they do the whole they say, but this is the last episode of Radio Law Talk Live. You can still catch the podcasts if you really want to bone up on your knowledge. But this is the last time you're going to hear live anything that you can use to counter the, well, you know, they say. Here you go. Well, on Radio Law Talk, <laughs> I have this. Yeah, Cal, you got someone that's going to help gonna me. I was going to say, with Car- Carl has an idea. All He's right, calling Carl. from the great city of Lodi, California. Carl, help me. Help me out, Carl. What do I buy her? Uh, uh, my name is Lynch, G-L-I-N-T, West, W-E-S-T. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you, man? How are you? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Help I me. The best gift, help I think me. The best, gift, the best gift to give your wife is to be sweet to her, be truthful, love her, care for her, work as hard as you can to give her everything you can. That's, that's, does, does Carl sound like a guy just got out but, of marriage counseling? Yeah, I mean, wait a minute. He's, he's <laughs> telling the truth here. He's, he's nailing it. But yeah, yeah. I'm not married. I'm not married. Oh, you're in Todd's mode. You're in Todd mode here. You yeah, you and Todd are friends. Single men unite. I'm, okay. I'm a lover. I'm a lover. I'm a country western singer. Atta boy. Atta boy. But okay. You know, he makes a great point. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas, buddy. Have thanks Thank for calling and, and helping me out. Absolutely not. Yeah, and have fun in Lodi. I, yeah, I, yeah. I try to give her all that stuff, and she looks at me like, I'm dead serious. She laughs at me when I try to get romantic. You know, I'm not going to get into my details, but I'm like trying to be sweet and nice to her. And she looks at me, and she laughs, and she goes, what do you want? Nice try. <laughs> so, so, if, so she knows you well. <laughs> she knows me well. So if, if you are on Twitter, Denise talked yeah. about you can tweet us if you mm-hmm. have an idea for Fred. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and tweet us, and you can use the hashtag Fred. Fred's Gift. Okay. F-R-E-D-S-G-I-F-T. Fred's Gift. We'll check it through the show, see mm-hmm. if anybody has any mm-hmm. suggestions. I'm curious to see what comes of I this. wish our caller would have given... You know what? Maybe he can call back at the, in three hours and have a country song ready for me to sing to her. He's a country, he said he's a country oh, singer. I have you, the song already for you. No, I don't want you, you should, to know. You should hire him to write her a country song. That's absolutely brilliant. And what if I sang it? Well, no. Okay, never mind on that. But let's yeah. for us. We're moving but, on. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could have angels among us and say, this is for you, my dear. You are my angel that among us. That would be nice. No? I could buy her a star <laughs> like you do that, you know, and they don't really. You realize, of course, that all of this will be for naught. I know you say that your wife does not listen to the show. Mm-hmm. She, well, she does sometimes, but, but she doesn't if, like But if this particular episode is is uploaded in our podcast and she gets word, she, she may be able to do a little research to find out. How disingenuous this year's gift might have been. Well, she knows me, so she knows we're disingenuous every year. What are you talking about? She knows it's all baloney. I know. I tried to retire the once. You know what she said? Uh, no. no. That'll be a divorce if you come home. <laughs> all right, all right. Work. I'll keep working. So that's why better start radio law talk because I got to do something on Saturday. So, but we're going to talk about some interesting things going on. Obviously, case or no case, uh, the Walking Dead stuntman. There's a lawsuit. And the verdict came down. We're going to talk about that. Yep. Two of the most bizarre things we're going to talk about. I'm, the first one that I'm going to talk about is not bizarre, but very interesting that is going to be controversial. On Radio Law Talk, we stay neutral, but this is clearly going to be controversial. A man in Iowa burns an LGBT flag, and we're going to talk about he's found guilty in his sentence. We're going to discuss that. Then we're going to discuss a bizarre lawyer in Southern California, some of the tactics he used against an insurance company. Let's not mention the insurance <laughs> company, but we're going to say an insurance company and the bickering and fighting back and forth between the two and how this lawyer goes off. I mean, look, 
we as lawyers get it as in sometimes we're just pushed to the limit. It's a stressful job, but you've got to learn to quail yourself and not let that bomb go off. And this one, the guy let the bomb go off. So we're going to discuss that. But before we do all that, your favorite thing out there is our case or no case. I hope it's something to do with Santa or Christmas. Mm. Case or no case. Now it's time to no, play case not, not or no case. Oh, I, I have one. I have one, but not, not in this case. Okay. This is about a guy in Minnesota. Police in Minnesota claim that the 52-year-old Jerry Westrom is a bad guy, a killer to be precise, and a bum who doesn't understand his civil liberties. You see, Mr. Western was implicated in a murder way back in 1993. A 35-year-old woman was killed. DNA was left on the scene. Western was always the suspect, but they could never get enough information to make a case. So they put a tail on him. The cold case unit put a tail on him. Walk around with him, and they see him at a restaurant eating a hot dog. He tosses it into the garbage can. The surveilling police pick it up and put it in an evidence bank, and voila, matchsticks. So Westrom had decided that the Minnesota Constitution and the U.S. Constitution guaranteed him privacy when eating lunch or any other private activity. So he sued. His defense guy said, I want this hot dog dismissed because they got it without a warrant and without his permission. And so I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, does he have a right to privacy when he's eating lunch? And that's our question for case or no case. Uh, we're going to take that back. Yeah. We don't have time to. We, we do only not. have a minute yeah, left. We but do not. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. It, it, you know what? The scary thing about that, Cal, is hmm. that's pretty simple, I think, answer. That's what scares well, me. Well, some think, of these are layups. Some yeah, of these are, you know, I you think this is a layup with no defense. <laughs> well, we'll All see. right. We'll be back and talk about case or no case. See if it's a layup or not. All right. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming right up right here. Don't forget, help Fred get something for his wife. You don't have to buy it. Just give him the idea. That's coming up. On Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, that's 800-814-5108. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this daddy shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. Lettyandcompany.com. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking, now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. Are you serious? This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Hey, Cal, I'm I, I'm putting back a, a present that I was given to by my step by another staff members, and it's pretty cool. It's a light bulb with a lightsaber. Looks like a little metal sculpture there, kind yeah, of cool. I think you should yeah. post that with, I will. The, with it turned on. You know, I will post on. it. I'll post it. Put okay, it. so so we've got this. Very straightforward, in my opinion, kind of simple case that well, uh, worries me, Cal. It's not so simple anytime you consider someone's civil liberties and when people begin to think, hey, they can't do that, can they? And that's, I think, what this gentleman in Minnesota thought. He said, look, I'm having lunch. I know there was a case in California where that's allowed, but Minnesota's not California. Right. So what's the deal? And I think we'll start with you all's permission with Mr. Todd Kunin oh, here. Oh, the criminal lawyer that this knows is this. Right up his alley. He yeah. ought to have a, an idea. Here's the, here's the only that. reason why I hoped it wouldn't be with me, because everybody says, oh, it's so simple. I'm curious to hear what the simple what the simple answers are to see if it um, I know agrees with mine. But, but here's, here's what I will say. Let me make sure I have the facts correct, Cal. Okay, so the guy... These people are following him around. He goes to have lunch. He eats a hot dog. He throws the hot dog away. They retrieve it. 
Correct. And find his DNA. Correct. And it's like in a, like one of those mall, you know, hot Got dog it. places Got it. where he goes and, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I will give the quick answer. The, uh, what's, I just saw this the other day, too long, didn't read answer, which is, it is a case and he loses, there was nothing wrong with the seizure of the hot dog. The reason why I say that is... People have an expectation of privacy in their persons, places, or things if they can demonstrate that they have such. As long as they didn't encroach on him and his ability to go eat a hot dog, law enforcement can be wherever they want in a public place watching you. That That's not a violation of search and seizure law. It's also not a violation. If they had gone up to him and yanked the hot dog out of his hand as he was putting in his mouth, absolutely a violation. But he threw the hot dog away, and by throwing it away, he gave up any expectation of privacy he had in that thing. It was justifiably seized. They didn't need a warrant. They could run all the DNA tests they wanted on it he uh, i mean i have no doubt that he challenged it for that but he loses what if i told you this is when jesse ventura was governor okay never mind. <laughs> okay so, you, so you're saying it's a case and he loses it, it's a case and he loses uh, uh, law enforcement uh, did not violate his constitutional rights taken hot denise dirks what say you the analysis by todd is exactly correct but because it's so easy i just have to say um that it is a scenario but no case no case. All right. No case. Fair enough. Mr. So let's see. Todd says case and plaintiff loses. Denise says no case. And Fred says. I'm going to say exactly what Todd said. However, if they would have thrown the, if they would have thrown the hot dog away in his garbage at his house, probably that would be an issue. Once the garbage is taken out to the garbage sure. out in the in the apartment complex, then it's no longer his person. But there is so, there is a twist here, Cal. So I'm going to say it's a case, but he wins for some reason. I don't know why, but they were not allowed to take the DNA from that hot dog. Uh, and by the way, you never know what you know, what other DNAs in the hot dog? Maybe the guy next to him was eating, took a bite of the hot dog with him. You know, I don't know. Well, that's that's an interesting observation, so all of you. I all mean, I really us. appreciate your smarts on this stuff because obviously guys like me, you know, I, I don't know from nothing about this stuff, but you always educate me. I think many people know that if once you put your garbage in a public place or you dispose of your garbage in your public place, it becomes public property. But this guy thought, but wait, the Minnesota Constitution allows me privacy. Guess what? The poor fellow, he lost. All right. So, Denise, we, he, it was it was a layup, but you just thought we were... I, sometimes I'm just going to give you an uncontested slam dunk. That was this one. Next time, however, right. you may have to work your gray matter slightly harder because I'm not sure where am I going to take you. I'm going to take you to Tennessee, where a hunter is suing the Department of Fish and Game over the death of his own brother. Okay. That's next so, time on Case or No Case. So I just want to make sure I got two points on that one, right? And I get you one. You got two. Fred okay. gets one, and Denise gets none. Okay. Oh, yeah. man, that right. was that was a simple layup slam dunk. I'm sorry. But... Every once in a while, yeah. I give you. Well, it's Christmas. You we got to keep us honest, right? I give you cookies yeah. and I give you a layup. That's. <laughs> Are there cookies inside there? Well, you better yes. look. Wait a minute. Home, Cal gave home, us the present. Homemade Mrs. Hunter cookies, oh, no less. So these. Are, oh, I don't. Oh, yeah. There's cookies. Cal gave us a present, and we're we haven't opened it up yet. It's it looks like an egg because we lay eggs a lot. You well, know? it's a, like a Christmas bowl. I know, I know. You have is. to remember, my wife is, is obsessed <laughs> with uh, with water, you know, drinking water thingy deals. Oh. 
So she got you a water drinking deal there that looks a like bowl. a light bulb. You're right. It's a light yeah. bulb. But then there's full of her famous little peanut butter and chocolate chip cookie with the big chocolate chip in the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Well, you know, look at it, Denise. Just to look. Guess what? I know what to get my wife. She's getting chocolate chip cookie <laughs> with something Perfect. in it. And, and Problem then, solved. Hey, I already got it. We got it figured out. She, Cal, I'm, re, I'm re-gifting. I'm here for you. <laughs> Do not tell. Don't tell Donna. I'm done. No. Don't call in. I know what to get my wife. Those of you who are trying to help me out, okay? All right. Okay. Hey, we're going to talk about The Walking Dead. We've talked about this before. Uh, now, th- there's a couple of things going on in Hollywood right now. First of all, there's no Emmy for stunt men or stunt women in what they're doing. And they're they're fighting for, look, we should get an Emmy also for what we do, and we should be acknowledged. And mm-hmm. so far, the Academy uh, has said no. And, um, and and this is kind of one that has re-sparked the, uh, the, the question of whether or not they should get Emmys, stunt persons. Or Oscars, and, you mean Academy Awards. Or Oscars, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, you know, I, what's an Emmy? I can't remember. Emmys, TV, Oscars. This would be an Emmy yeah. because Walking Dead's a television show. Oh, that's yeah, true. Television okay. show. That's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, yeah, so good, I'm an Emmy. Good. No wonder you haven't won anything. I see. I haven't, I'm clueless. I'm applying for the Emmy wrong award, thing. <laughs> three-time Emmy Award nominee, never a winner for a reason. <laughs> I'm applying for the wrong thing. <laughs> we, we, got, we got this application from a broadcaster for Best Actor. What the? Somebody write. Hunter and tell him it's the <laughs> give, uh, give this guy a clue. Man. So we talked about this. Apparently, what happened is this uh, stalwart films AMC Network, uh, The Walking Dead's been going on uh, for quite some time. And by the way, their record for injuries of stunt individuals is impeccable and good. Apparently, um, that it's rare that someone gets hurt on the set, and they're they're actually. Uh, Supposedly, and I, but you know, they do a good job in, in keeping safe uh, things safe. But uh, I don't fully understand. But the stunt, um, the stem, and what's his John uh, Burnecker's who he is? Yes. Um, apparently, a well-known stunt um, stunt man, and he's got expertise and is known as not a you know mm-hmm. fluke, but a guy that really knows what he's doing. Falls somehow. He gets startled and falls, you know, because they know how they're going to fall all the time. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk more about this. Cal says we're out of time. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. Don't spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was after. I like the Amadrosa Valley. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny. Hey, everybody at KMED, 1440 AM, Medford, Oregon. Hello. Just want to say hi to you. I love saying hi to some of our affiliates out there, uh, WAUB, 1590 AM and 98.1 FN, Auburn, New York. Welcome. We love having you on board listening to Radio Law Talk. Um, we're talking about the uh, family of the Walking Dead stuntman, uh, John... Uh, uh, Bernecker, who, Bernecker yeah. who, who who dies from a fall. Yeah, so they were rehearsing a stunt. It, it was one of those that was going to be a large fall. He's rehearsing with the actor that was going to be. And, and the stunt required for him to fall and to hit the airbag. And something happened that startled him. And during the fall, so that he didn't leave at the appropriate takeoff point, and instead of hitting the bag, he hit the concrete next to the bag. Oh man! Now explain though the difference of where what there was an issue about hitting the concrete. There, there was, and and the argument on behalf of the plaintiffs is that for a couple of extra hundred bucks of cardboard, you put the boxes up and stuff. You put boxes around the sides of the bag. You, you not not flattened boxes. You make them like they're in their normal square or rectangular shape. You put them around the sides of the bag. Because sometimes things like this happen, so that if it does, you don't hit the concrete, you hit the boxes that break your fall, it's going to hurt, but you're not going to die. And it would only have cost a couple hundred bucks to do that, but they didn't do that. Wasn't his family there watching at this time of the set, or is this a different one? I don't don't think the family was there watching. I do believe, based upon what I've read, that it was being filmed because they wanted to see how it looked, and that the footage of the fall was played repeatedly in court, and the family would have seen it there. How awful. And so it was obviously very tragic, and the lawsuit was filed, They filed it against AMC. Now, AMC is saying, look, we contract out to another company. I think it's called Stalwart Films. We contract out to them to produce this. We, We don't. All we do is buy a finished product from the production company and put it on TV. We're not making this. They make it. Your claim is with them. And obviously, the plaintiffs are saying, no, our claim is with you to sue AMC. But in addition to other things, one thing I found interesting was that it was sort of the reverse. The plaintiff's attorneys were trying to argue that the deceased, Berniker, was an independent contractor. And AMC's argument was, no, 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 this is Stalwart Films, and he was an employee of Stalwart Films. Therefore, workers' comp coverage covers him. That's what it is. And they, I mean, often as we see it, the exact opposite in wage and hour claims and stuff. But if they were correct in saying that it was an employee, then it would be under workers' comp coverage. It's not 
a complete exoneration of liability for even the employer, but it would have been a lot less than what they were seeking here. And that's why the family initially sued for $80 million and they ended up with $8.6 million. Yes, exactly. And one of the, one interesting argument that I, I've kind of generally heard, but it's kind of one that doesn't pop up that often, is not only damage, you know, of, of, of wrongful death, of, you know, they miss their, you know, it's, it's pain and suffering, but they miss their, the child, their, their son, but for future possibility of being married and having grandchildren for them to... You know, enjoy. Oh, but so loss of future. Uh, yeah, comfort a future that he would have yeah. gotten married and had children, and, and, that, and they brought that up. That was an an interesting uh, discussion. But but anyway, here's here's one other thing I want you to understand. And, and in jumping on the side of of uh, of The Walking Dead, ten seasons, more than 150 episodes, and no real incidents that are that are serious. So they they had a very good record. So I always have a dumb question when these things come up because you know me I'm the guy with the dumb questions and that is a football player goes out gets his head cracked. A fireman goes out gets burned. A stuntman goes out and gets seriously injured or loses his life. Are they not purp- a boxer goes out and gets his brains rattled. Are they not purposefully for means of personal gain? putting themselves directly in harm's way, and what responsibility do people who choose to do that have for their own well-being at the end of the day, or is that another typical Cal dumb question? Let, let, let them talk, and I do that for a living, and I can answer And that. you can tell me the okay. truth. You know. So let's take, it, let, let's, let's, take your, let's take your football player analogy, okay? Right. okay? Right. Let's say that in the football player analogy, football player goes out, gets his bell rung, clearly showing signs of... A concussion, and he's in bad shape. And the comes helmet off, says, "Look out!" And, and, but yeah, hold, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Clearly shows mm-hmm. those signs. Comes off. The team doctor says, "Meh, you're good. Go ahead, get back in there." That's a problem. Then, because the team that. now had an issue in putting him back out there and putting him in a further unsafe condition, I would say that yeah, the team's got liability. I think the same thing is true with with the fire department. Those who do that, if there, there's the dangers inherent in the job, but if something that the employer does makes it even more dangerous, then it's an issue. And I think that's the argument of the plaintiffs here. Yeah, it's dangerous to fall off because you can break your neck doing all sorts of things, even if you hit the bat. I don't know the evidence in this case, but if the evidence turned out, and usually they have stunt companies come in who are experts in setting all of this up, if they came in and wanted specific safety protocols put in place, and the production company said, nah, 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 we're not going to do that, well, let's go ahead and cut corners, absolutely they got a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. I don't know everything, but the, the answer to your question is it depends on what extent they had. Denise? It also depends on the state law. Because yes. there, in some states, there's comparative negligence. In some states, there's assumption of the risk where you're doing inherently dangerous activity and you're assuming that risk. Right. Um, and there's one more. Contrib and Thank comparative. You. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Contributory negligence. Contrib- yeah. Contributory means if you're 51% at fault, then you get nothing. Comparative negligence means in California, for example, if, say, you do something uh, and causes an injury to someone and you're... 10% at fault um, in, an, in a contributory negligence state, you, the guy, the plaintiff wins nothing. But in California, if it's worth a million dollars, they get a hundred grand. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if you're if you're at fault. So if at you all, contribute in California, if you contribute toward the injury, then you could be 100 percent. They at can fault. braid up. No, yes and no. They can. The jury can set up percentages. In other words, you're 10% at fault. 
you're 90% at fault. The special damages, you can be liable for 100%, even if you're 10% at fault, but the 10% they have to pay for. In other states, they say, no, you have to hit the 51%. So, so the next time you wonder why it is some of these production companies choose to do things out of state. Breaking Bad was supposed to be filmed in Bakersfield. They ended up going to North, uh, to New Mexico. When, when you want to know why, first, they get tax breaks. Second, and Canada. Right. Uh, second, and it's for issues like these. Yep. If look, the laws are more favorable. The last thing I want to say about workers' comp is even if it was a workers' comp case, an employer can still be held liable. If they can show through the work comp case that the employer was serious, engaged in serious or willful misconduct, then you've got the insurance payout and the employer still looks at personal liability. And again, every state's different, just so you know, but that's a general statement. But the point I was trying to make, you generally cannot wave away your negligence. I mean, that's a general term. So there's a lot of specifics on that, and this is an area of law that obviously I practice in. You can't say, for example, I build a water slide and you come in on this water slide and you know that you're gonna, it's dangerous, but, oh, I'm going to go up and unbolt the slide just so you can fall <laughs> off. You can't say, well, you know, you assume the risk. You know, yeah. you, you can't do stuff like you that. You rode the motorcycle. Right, yeah. right. Okay, I understand. Okay. You rode the motorcycle, right. but we made it so the tire falls off, you know? Right. Right. And right. so that's that's the argument to your argument, Cal. So that's... Well, it's just a question. It, I don't think people yeah. understand always how that yeah. stuff works. So 8.6 million, and guess what they say? This is a shocker. I know. Ready for this? They're going to appeal. And so we'll be following this, and, and that's an interesting thing. Well, we're going we're gonna to touch on something that is very, very controversial, and it's going to be something that's going to be talked about for years on end, and we're going to get it started before we go to the break and discuss about an Iowa man that goes to a church, and they have an LGBT flag. Now let's back up. There's hate crimes. We'll discuss hate crimes, and 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 uh, there are consequences to uh, being found liable of, of, of hate crimes against a person because of their race, because of their sexual orientation, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, but this Iowa man grabs the flag that is, hang, that is hanging from this church, pulls it, and burns it. And he's sentenced for not just burning the flag, but for hate crimes and receives, ready for this, 16 years in prison. I'm going to repeat that. 16 years in prison for burning the LGBT flag. And the question to you guys out there, I know you're saying, well, that, that's that's just the, you know the tip of the iceberg. It is. And we're going to discuss more details when we come back. But is eight, 16 years too much? Look at the Eighth Amendment. No excessive fines, bail, or cruel and unusual punishment. How about the First the Amendment? Amendment? And then there's freedom of speech issues because we're going to talk about burning the American flag in the 1989 case of Texas versus Johnson and whether or not you can burn the American flag. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. But this is interesting. I mean, again, should the guy be sentenced? Probably. But how much? We're going to get back and talk about We'll be back. More Radio Law Talk straight ahead. You can email us, info, radiolawtalk.com. Don't forget, you can listen also live at radiolawtalk.com as well. Now this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council.
Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So we're talking about the burning of an LGBT flag in Iowa. And Texas v. Johnson in 1989 came out, and it was reaffirmed by U.S. v. Eichmann case, that the First Amendment freedom of speech allows you to burn the American flag. Before, you weren't generally able to burn it. You could be prosecuted for that. In fact, you could be guilty of sedition sedition if we were at war. That's exactly right. So that came out, and Iowa came out in 2016 with a hate, hate crime law. That basically says you can't you can't do what's called a hate crime, which includes crimes based on sexual orientation, crimes committed against a person of their quote property because of a person's sexual orientation, and then it goes race, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we're just talking about sexual orientation. So the guy grabs the flag and he burns it, and this is what's interesting. The county attorney says this in the statement. We added additional hate crime charges due to the belief that Martinez was the guy's name, burned the flag because of what it represents as far as a sexual orientation. Well, duh, of course he did. He's, well, he's obviously, a, That guy's a detective. Yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> well, of course he burned it because he was against the LGBT. Uh, he didn't bel- like the idea, obviously. He didn't like the idea, obviously. Yeah. But the question is, under the Eighth Amendment, no excessive fines... Uh, or uh, bail or cruel or unusual punishment. And I ask you out there at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk, and that's 855-529-7234. Is that excessive? Now, or should there have been a punishment? Well, obviously, if there's a hate crime, there is punishment. But should have been six months in jail and community service and maybe take some some uh, hate crime you know, to classes? And by the way, we're going to, we're going to, Dale t- uh, dovetail an hour two into this about a lawyer that has some uh, anger issues also, but Denise. Yeah, in this particular case, I think what is one of the factors that the courts, you know, took issue with is that it was against a church. Um, it wasn't just against like one person's home or something like that. It was against a community of people right. um, that had this, um, you know, pride flag outside but, of that. Okay, but I, and that's a great point. But what I'm going to bring up is the opposite side. It's an entity. Is that not you're not going against a specific person? And it's not like an LGBT person was at a parade and they were holding it, you grabbed it out of his or her hand, and you burned it in front of them. And by the way, even if that happened, is 16 years you know, uh, excessive or not? Cal- but obviously not a unified community. This is the point. Mm-hmm. Because if it were unified, there would not be that dissension among the ranks. The community themselves may have even stopped them and said, hey, dude, what are you doing? Leave right. the flag alone. Right. But it was not a unified community. There was disagreement on this point. And my whole issue with this whole thing is that people have a right to agreeably disagree even on controversial issues like sexual orientation, abortion, all the right, stuff that right. people don't like to talk about. We all have the right to disagree with the conventional wisdom, whatever it may be. Under at the, the First time. Amendment, yeah. but, not, of but not destroy property. Well, sure. that's, that's a distinction. Well, but wait the a minute. Let's stop. Property, wait, 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 sure yeah, yeah, let's stop right there. Sure this is the argument, Denise. Correct, but you can destroy the American flag. 
is that property? What if my American flag was flying in my at my house and someone came up and grabbed my American flag and went out and burned my American flag on my lawn? They should be punished because of not necessarily the hate crime, but because of taking my property. Correct. So, so what it comes down to, Denise, I, th- I, I think you're correct, but the question is, does that constitute a real, what Cal's saying, a hate crime? Yes, this guy disagreed with LGBT. He does uh, clearly doesn't believe in it. Vandalism. Vandalism, yeah, yes, yeah, but sure. is yeah. it mm-hmm. a hate crime because he wants to burn the flag? This judge says yes, but to the extreme of 16 years. Yeah, I think that, I think that yeah. it violates the Eighth Amendment, and if this is appealed, it's going to be overturned. But I do agree with the premise yeah. that it is a church that has a pride flag outside of it, and that it's it, even though he has the right to First Amendment, they also have their rights to express their right. opinions by you know having the flag and flying the flag. Right. All right, so here is what I will add to this, just taking the other side looking to find out what the justification was for 16 years and and I can't find out what I can't find what the crime is for or what the punishment is for felony arson in the mm-hmm. state of Iowa however let's do a backtrack here first of all arson is burning something that's that's somebody else's you, you burn somebody else's object so in Fred's example and taking the American flag, if I buy an American flag and I burn it, the Constitution and the case says I can do that. In Fred's example, if I take Fred's American flag, I could be charged not because I'm burning a flag per se, I'm charged because I'm burning Fred's property. It happens to be a flag, but I'm burning Fred's property. In this case here, he burned someone else's property, the flag that was in front of the church. Now, in Iowa, they define hate crimes as follows. A hate crime means one of the following public offenses when committed against a person on the basis of race, color, religion, ancestry, national origin, political affiliation, sex, sexual orientation, age, or disability. So, stop. I'm going to stop you there. I got all no, you. Hate okay. interrupted. I said a person. A person. Keep going. Exactly. Keep going. Who's okay. the person? All right. Yeah. So you've got that here. So if any one of the following is committed because of that belief. The aforementioned that, thing. Then right. it can be a hate crime. And one of them is violation of individual rights under Section 712.9. And when you look at that, it includes arson. So if you commit the crime of arson and they believe that you did that because of sexual hate. orientation the, right. and a hate crime, then the law there says it becomes one degree more serious under the law. So if it was this degree felony, then it's a higher degree felony under that. And so this, I don't know what the punishment is for the next degree higher of arson for him, but my guess is he was punished under that statute. But yes. here's the issue because that's on that what statute. It called for. Here's what I want to yeah. bring up on that, yes. the issue of that statute. So that there's no difference then if they go to an LGBT home and burn the home down or burn the little flag. What is there a difference? It sounds like there's no difference under the law. Whether they burn the guy's house down, let's say it's a it's a gay a gay couple, okay? Yes. Um, uh, two, uh, two men and this gay couple, and they burn their house down. Yes. Is that the same hate crime as burning the flag? No, it's no, not. No, it's per- going to be Why? enhanced. It, okay. It'll be enhanced if you burn the house down because then it's attempted murder. And, and see, I agree with that. But and, I'm and, just saying, how are they differentiating? Let's say they weren't yeah. home. Let's say they weren't yeah, home. Yeah. In Iowa, 
There's misdemeanor arson, where the value of the thing burned is less than like $750. Which is, and then is. there's felony arson, which is when it's more than that, which would be the house. And so on that example, before you take, but when you mm-hmm. just, just look at arson, take out hate crimes, those aren't the same crimes. Right. And if those were done because of hate, then respectively, both of those crimes would be upped one level. Cal. Okay, so my real question about this whole thing, because I love listening to you discuss this because it's fascinating, but my question really is simple. Who is the DA to determine motive? Maybe the guy was an interior decorator and didn't like the colors. (laughs) I mean, honestly, seriously, who is he to decide what's in the guy's mind at the time he commits the crime? Oh, I I can answer that. I can answer that because I think think that this... The articles that we read about what the DA thought were a bit disingenuous. To be a hate crime, it would have to be something that was pled and proven. And so to say that it's a hate crime, that he did it because of that, is a determination that the jury would have to make. And I'm telling you that when you have a guy during the interrogation say, well, I did it because I don't like gay people. Well, okay, that, that's kind of sealing it's an it omission. there. Yes. You know, uh, I, well, I he don't didn't think... say anything, obviously. Uh, no, no, no I, he did. He did, did he? it? Yeah. Did he? Okay. He made an admission that he did it because of his yes. feelings about the LGBTQ community. Community, got it. And so because of that, it was, it was a pretty easy thing to take care of. My guess is that the defense probably pled to that, wanted to bifurcate, so the jury would just hear the case on the arson basis and not know his motivation so they could determine whether it was arson. And that had already been And the judge is the one that set the 16 years, right? He he sentenced him according to statute. Well, guess what? We're going to follow this, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be appealed. Sure. Not just the appellate court. I'll put money on it. There's going to be, and we don't bet here, that it's going to the Supreme Court of the United States, not just... Iowa, I think it's going to go all the way up, burn a flag, whether or not that is hate crime. We're going to be back uh, hour two. Don't forget, if you want to join us or hear the old shows, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hour number two is coming up for Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE.